to Logical. It's the UAE's first and only regular weekly legal podcast. We are also live on TikTok as well. So welcome. My name is Tim Elliott. Logical's recorded at the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Umalava and Pletka. As ever, the managing partner is Ludmilla Umalava. Nice to see you. Good to be here with you, Tim, as always. Do you know what? This is a different episode. I've got no questions for you. I'm just going to completely fire off the top of my head because... I guess this is how most people would search for a lawyer. Most of us don't uh, know every lawyer in town, know what every specialty is, what everybody is uh, there to help with. So hopefully we get kind of a reasonably helpful guide here. Who knows? How do you find a lawyer here in the UAE is the question. How do you find the best lawyer, the the top lawyer, the, the best a Russian-speaking lawyer, which is something that you offer, Ludmilla, the best English-speaking, whatever it is that you need, how do you find the best lawyer in the UAE? From my side, I found you, end of episode. But Voila, there, done. There's, there's <laughs> kind come of a, to me. There's a bit more to it. Um, where on earth do you start? Uh, it's, um, yeah, it's an interesting question to be posed to a, a practicing lawyer because obviously – uh, it'll be a little difficult to take away the bias of yes. <laughs> uh, asking a lawyer to recommend uh, or to recommend uh, ways of finding other lawyers. Uh, but we'll try to be uh, as objective as we can, or I guess I will try to be as objective as I can. Mm-hmm. And the reason for this discussion was, in fact, it just it came from uh, from uh, from someone else. In fact, uh, sort of recently crossed our path and and he was just saying i've got a lot of friends in saudi and kind of in the region and uh, and a lot of people are moving to the uae now as well so and they all want to figure out a way to how to find a lawyer they don't know where to go and so wouldn't that be great to have a little bit of a guide so that's kind of how this particular a particular topic made it onto our list of, of podcasts and, and just topics for discussion in general. Uh, so it's not here to promote myself, but rather truly is meant to, um, uh, to hopefully provide some kind of a guide in terms of some of what the, some of the factors and considerations one can look at or should look at in identifying the right lawyer to go to. Well, this was the thing because, I, I mean, what happens with Logical for anybody that doesn't know and I get sent a topic and then some notes and we kind of formulate questions and we talk and that's that forms the basis of the podcast. With this one, how do you find a lawyer in the UAE? I, I kind of thought, well, why would you do that? Because you're sending people away from your business. So I sat and thought about it and I realized that different people have different needs. Different lawyers have different specialties. There are lots of different facets, languages, cultural boundaries to cross, whatever it is that allow you to feel comfortable with a person who represents you legally. Because whatever you think uh, and however you see lawyers, and lawyers are kind of these, you know, they're, they're almost mythical creatures to most of us until scary we meet them. Creatures. You are. Um, but you get, you're going to have to get to know your lawyer pretty well. You've got to get comfortable. It's got to be somebody that you trust, you like, you think has legal expertise and is professional. That's a lot to ask. Indeed. And so you mentioned a few factors. One in particular that stood out is just you have to feel comfortable with a lawyer. And that said, in addition to all the other perhaps less standard or not less standard, more standard perhaps uh, criteria such as education, qualification, uh, you know, practice areas, experience, uh, 
then you have cost, obviously, is a factor for a lot. But in addition to all of that, it's just who do you feel comfortable with representing your needs? And let's face it, as you rightfully said, people don't really like dealing with lawyers because lawyers are traditionalists associated with trouble. The people come to lawyers when they have trouble. Now, it doesn't always have to be that way. In fact, I would advocate, I and I often advocate the, the opposite, is you should come to lawyers to avoid troubles. Uh, but uh, in particular, in this region, people don't think that way. And I guess at a, at a very basic level, and if I were to be honest with myself, I wouldn't want to go see a lawyer myself, you know, because even to, it just, it's, it gives you that sort of feeling of a little bit of an unease. And even, even if it's just because when you go to a lawyer, it's to, to obtain some kind of formality or to, to, yeah. um, to get some kind of formality. And then of itself just, you know, makes us all cringe. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a, the, because of kind of the, the consequences or the, the whole ecosystem and the environment that brings people to lawyers, we don't necessarily in, in, invoke very positive or happy feelings uh, from people think of lawyers. So let me go see my lawyer. It's, you know, it's... Um, perhaps very different from let me go, uh, you know, see my uh, yoga instructor or my, um, you know, my sort of my, uh, I don't know, my, even my therapist for many people, right? So anyway, so it is, it is a confluence of factors. And as you said, um, you could have all these factors would ultimately determine who is the right lawyer for you and who you should really go to and, uh, uh, in the the West, in the, in the U.S., which is where I'm licensed, the concept of co-counsel is very, very prevalent, right? And it's very um, um, common. And that is, you could have multiple lawyers, and you would have multiple lawyers. In fact, when I practiced law in the U.S., and I was in-house, uh, I was an associate general counsel for a, a public or trade company, we actually aimed to have as many different lawyers uh, for different practice areas, even sometimes for the same similar matters, as as many different lawyers as possible, different counsel from different law firms. Um, so, and the idea there is just you want to try to get, capture some of the best talent kind of across the country or the world, for that matter. So, this was very typical to do. In the UAE, for some reason, a people just think that lawyers it's just you only see lawyers when uh, you have trouble. They they don't think of us. They don't look at us. It's just like as preemptively. People don't really think of lawyers preemptively in sense, okay, why go to the lawyer to help me avoid troubles? How do I go to a lawyer to make sure that I'm doing things right? They don't think of lawyers in that sense. It's more like, oh my gosh, I've gotten into some trouble. I need help with them. Uh, with lawyers, but uh, from a lawyer. Uh, so there's that. And then uh, they also don't trust lawyers here. So, uh, and, um, and in general, there's this sort of belief that somehow uh, you cannot work with multiple lawyers. It's just somehow the lawyers will take it personal or be offended. It doesn't need to be that way. I think I, I would argue it's the opposite. It's the more lawyers, the more different people you have, uh, the um, the broader the base of making sure the, of, of their competency right, and experience. Uh, so how do you find the best lawyer in Dubai? It really depends, first of all, on what your needs are. So I'd say you'd start first with what it is that you want. And also you need to identify. So uh, uh, let me take a step back here and uh, set the general framework for how sort of legal profession in the UAE 
in relevant terms, is set up. And that is we have um, two different types of, law- of lawyers, so legal legal practitioners, if you will. You have what's called the, the local advocates, and then you have legal consultants. And often people ask, well, you're not Emirati, how could you be a practicing lawyer? Well, and that's because of these two concepts. So the local advocates in the UAE are the UAE nationals for the most part. There are a few exceptions because in the past, it was actually possible for other Arab nationals, as long as they spoke Arabic, uh, to also be practicing lawyers, and the rules changed somewhat. So there were some some um, uh, non-Emirati lawyers that have been kind of grandfathered into local advocates, and they have a local advocacy license. But even then, at the Court of Cassation, which is the highest court, the, it has to be an Emirati advocate in order to to actually have the right of audience before the local courts. Uh, so that's for local advocates. And so local advocates are the legal practitioners who ultimately have the right to appear before the judges, before the local courts. They're the ones who have the right to plead cases before and before courts in, in short. Uh, so, and that's perhaps is the main, and they are registered as local advocates and they have certain access to the court systems and, um, and they're subject to different regulations and so on and so forth. So they are the local advocates. And then from local advocates, you have the legal consultants. And so legal consultants are, uh, lawyers, sort of practicing lawyers, those who have had law degrees and, um, and or qualified in a particular legal jurisdiction. Uh, and um, and so and then on the back of their qualifications from wherever it is that they um, they either studied or they have uh, their legal certificates, they will be admitted in the UAE as legal consultants. Uh, and then on top of that, you have different emirates, and different emirates have their own systems as well. And um, for example, in Dubai, in the UAE, we have what's called the Legal Affairs Department, or the um, LAD, or Rulers Court, or D1. Different terms for this. And so, uh, legal practitioners in Dubai, advocates and uh, legal consultants, have to be registered. Uh, with the rulers court, uh, basically. And to be registered with the rulers court, in turn, you need to be uh, attached to a law firm, either local advocacy or a legal consultancy. So, for example, if you just, Tim, wanted to go and practice, say you were a lawyer, or even if I wanted to do on my own, I cannot just independently go and register myself. So we don't have what's called like the bar here uh, yet. Uh, so, but, but for legal consultants, for lawyers to actually practice and represent themselves out to the world as lawyers, legal legal consultants or local advocates, they in Dubai in particular, they have to be registered with the rulers court. In other emirates, it's not the same. They don't have an equivalent of a, a rulers court. Uh, they have different, depending on the emirate, they have different sort of systems. But overall, if you... Um, to be local advocates, and that's why they're often viewed and thought of to, uh, that only Emiratis or the local advocates are basically, or the lawyers are all local advocates, and local advocates only Emiratis. But that's it's it's because traditionally that's how it used to be, uh, and so that's how you have a lot of these foreign law firms, you know, like the the, the big uh, the big heavy lifters like the Clifford Chance and Tilay Piper and Alan Overy and so on and so forth. These are obviously not Emirati uh, law firms, and yet they are practicing lawyers. So that's because they're legal consultants or legal consultancies, and then you have local advocates. So now going back to so that's important to kind of keep that in mind. So therefore, as you're deciding who to go to, which lawyer to hire, you need to know what it is that you need. So for example, if you need representation in court. Then obviously the local advocates is what you ultimately who you ultimately want to hire, so it's important in that in that case. 
Um, and um, so it's local. If you want, for example, if you have a real estate dispute, you have a divorce dispute, um, you have any other kind of partnership dispute or anything else that would require going to court. So you want to obviously find um, um, local advocates to represent you, right? So on the other hand, if let's say it's, for example, drafting a contract or helping you um, kind of guide you, for example, with obtaining a residence visa, uh, or receiving advice about how to structure your employment practices, uh, or to help you um, uh, to help you navigate, for example, uh, even drafting a will, uh, and uh, you know, or, or any kind of review of an agreement, or helping settlement discussions could could be with a business party uh, or a business partner, or it could be with a, a personal personal matter such as a, a fam- family dispute, right? So any kind of settlements. Uh, so there you could rely basically legal consultants. You can choose from legal consultants. On top of that, uh, legal consultants have authority uh, to represent clients. In certain courts. So, for example, in the UAE, we have two courts, additionally to the local courts, and they're called the DIFC court, and that's the Dubai International Financial Center court, and the ADGM, which is the Abu Dhabi Global Markets in Abu Dhabi. Both of these courts are common law courts, so they're based on common law jurisdiction, and they have their own, in short, their own laws, and they're all they're also English-based courts. So in those uh, courts, uh, legal consultants, a lot of legal consultants can also represent clients directly, not just the local advocates. And to do that, you need to be registered with, in particular with the DIFC, you need to be registered with the DIFC as a DIFC lawyer. So for example, I am a registered practitioner with the DIFC courts. My firm is registered uh, as a a firm with the DIFC courts and equally so myself as a a lawyer, I am registered uh, with the DIFC courts um, as a a DIFC lawyer. And that's on the basis of my qualifications, qualifications, which are I'm, I'm a California lawyer. Or California licensed lawyers. So, um, uh, so basically, that's so we additionally legal consultants have the ability to represent clients in the DFC court. So I can represent clients in the DFC courts. Furthermore, there is um, the arbitration forums, and so and there are different arbitration. Arbitration is a way of of uh, of dispute resolution, and so they are an alternative to courts. And so once again, in arbitration, you don't need to be a, a local advocate to represent. Uh, to represent clients before arbitration. In most cases, legal consultants uh, that represent clients in arbitration. So again, here, it depends on what your needs are. If you want local courts, if you need to dispute their local courts, you uh, your local lawyers ultimately is what you want to kind of focus on in terms of deciding which counsel to retain. If you are if you want um, arbitration, for example, then there's specific law firms and lawyers uh, that specialize in arbitration. Uh, if you want, for example, more like corporate lawyer. Uh, then you would go and look for, so legal consultants, you can choose from legal consultants. Um, and, um, and, and then also there is the criminal uh, law, right? And so local advocates are basically the ones and the best ones to deal with any kind of criminal matters because once again, any kind of criminal complaints do require, uh, appearance before local judges or local courts. And for that, you do need to be a local advocate. So you see, there's a whole sort of series of, of questions you go through before you decide how to find the best lawyer in in uh, in the UAE or in a particular emirate. That too is important, right? So if you're coming from abroad and you think, oh, I want to go find the best lawyer in the UAE, well, it really depends on where you're going to uh, either open the business or uh, live or if you're going to into a business partnership. So let's say, let's say, let's say, um, 
Uh, I'm the best lawyer in Dubai. In Dubai, I might be a very limited utility. Uh, for example, for somebody who wants to do a partnership in Fujaira or in Ras al-Khaimah, for example, which are the other Emirates. So also the, the geographical location is important. Uh, although for the most part, laws are kind of, we have federal systems, so there's a lot of the federal laws, the same laws that apply across all Emirates. There are still some uh, that are more Emirates specific. So you want to ultimately kind of go through the list. Okay, so who, who, what are, what are the main factors that are important to me? Um, and then I can, uh, based on that, I can decide which categories of, of lawyers I can, I, I should start looking with. So I'm just going to recap before we move to the next level. So you've got local advocates if you want any local court work. Or you go to legal consultants if you want for any kind of agreement, corporate structuring and corporate advisory work. Um, uh, and um, yeah, and then you have obviously within that group if arbitration sort of almost like a separate specialty. That's an initial perhaps um, a layer of uh, of vetting that you need to go through. And after that, it depends on, okay, so what is the actual matter that you are, uh, that you are interested in or you need questions or help with? Uh, and so for a lot of people, and I have to kind of use, start perhaps this, you know, in other countries might be less relevant, but here we're still in the Middle East and Arabic is a very prevalent language. So if you're coming from the Arab world, even if you don't necessarily need a local advocate, but you want to communicate with somebody in your language in Arabic. So you would also look for legal consultants um, that speak Arabic. So language is an important element. But equally so, if you want to deal in a different language. So, for example, I'm, I'm, I speak Russian and Ukrainian. Uh, so if you, um, if you were looking to hire a lawyer who speaks your language, in particular now, uh, and I actually, historically, the UAE and Dubai in particular has been very, very uh, popular <laughs> with the Russian speakers. Uh, so, and just as so many other cultures, uh, Russian speakers prefer, I mean, to, to speak in their own language. So if you were looking for a Russian-speaking lawyer in the UAE, you would look for a Russian-speaking lawyer in the UAE. So and and so on and so forth. You know, there's somebody else may want a Chinese speaking lawyer, uh, so or Mandarin rather. So that would basically be another criterion. After that, you look. Okay, so from let's say you decided to focus on a legal consultants because you just need help with uh, not non court work. Then you go through. Okay, so what is it you really want? What kind of if for for example, if you have if you're a big corporation, you're looking for some big scale work. So for example, fraud, project finance, right? Or even if you're looking for um, litigation in like the DFC courts, and it's like a very big ticket litigation matter that requires a lot of a lot of hands on deck. That would require a lo- a large law firm, right? It would. Uh, Maybe a firm like mine would just, in in very physical in physical terms and human terms, would just not be sufficient because you need many hands and many brains. Uh, so you would look for a, lo- a big firm. Anyway, so that's basically so you kind of go through that. Okay, so what is, do you need? Big firm? Do you need small firm? Uh, and then within that, okay, so what's the area of expertise? Let's say I want uh, employment. 
who is you know who is his good employment but also even within employment there's so many different different um segments there is the employment litigation so you want to know okay so somebody will counsel me on how to litigate my dispute uh there's also employment uh, agreements just the drafting of agreements right that's also important and there's somebody who just wants to yeah I want just employment practices I want to just d- d- devise and structure my employment in the HR practices Uh, and then there are those who just want for example employment settlement or mediation uh because there's disputes going on uh so even within employment itself there is there's quite a bit of nuances and then on top of that while well, what if you're based in one of these either DFC or ADGM those two jurisdictions have their own employment laws and therefore you want to go some to someone who will know about the DIFC employment laws and the DIFC or ADGM employment laws so those are you know those are the other factors and then but let's say you wanted also um uh, there's a lot of disputes we're seeing these days is personal uh, matters right it's divorces uh custody to an extent uh, even marriages and birth certificates your birth out of uh, out of wedlock Uh, so um those kind of cases maybe eventually they might uh might get to the point <clears throat> where you need to um you need to go to court but they don't all, all go to court first of all right away or and maybe they should not even go to court uh but even before they go to court there's a lot more that sort of needs to be addressed uh so um, um so you can co- go to a legal consultant and then you want to look okay so who is who is perhaps the most effective let's say you have potential divorce it's not a certain divorce case but it's potential divorce case and you wanted to uh, uh you don't necessarily want to go to a local advocate for example because local advocates are there basically they know okay you came to me to file a court case to file a divorce we will file a divorce for you and this is what we will claim but maybe you don't necessarily want that you maybe want a little bit more therapy almost some counseling so you know I'm not really uh I'm not really wanting to go to court yet I just maybe I'm not even sure if I want to get a divorce you know and and if I were to get divorced what are some things I need to think about so then you would look okay who is perhaps some of the firm the better the better lawyers who could help me mediate my dispute so not escalate but mediate that's also important uh and um uh, and then so you basically you go through kind of the practice areas and ultimately uh reputation expertise uh now the question will be how do you find out who who does what and who is who what this is the thing let, let me just jump in for a second because my mind is kind of spinning and I, i'm looking at you quizzically but it, it's almost like you need somebody like you you clearly know other lawyers you have friends who are lawyers you deal with other lawyers you're in the industry uh, the legal industry you almost need a consultant to farm you out to the right person you need somebody to tell you who's great don't you it's it's really difficult to even if you narrow it down to right i need a very specific mediation for a, a divorce in a specific you know realm um you know exactly what you need to do you still got a huge choice of people that you go to and then you have things like reputation then you have expertise then you have uh, friends recommendations people who've been through all these kinds of things it's still a minefield even then isn't it for sure and and that's kind of to be expected right because sure. there are so many different people with so many different needs and you know certain people for example have had lawyers representing them in one capacity or another on most of their matters in life but all of a sudden they actually want to go and, and 
they have another legal matter and they don't want to go to those lawyers for that very reason. Yeah. Not because that those lawyers have done badly, but because, you know, their, their matter actually should also not, almost not be known by the other lawyers. So, I mean, there's also that. So there's so many nuances. Uh, and, um, and then at the end, as you said earlier, uh, it's, I think it's really important to, uh, to basically to, to have that connection because you have so many factors, mm-hmm. you have so many, so much choice and people are recommending and you read their websites and you read their qualifications and they sound so exciting and interesting and, and important. But at the end, my personal position in terms of legal counsel and lawyers is that you go to a lawyer already in very difficult situation. It's whether you have a dispute or you want to avoid the dispute. So therefore you want, but you ultimately go into them for help. Right. So if you're going out for help, you need to feel comfortable with them. You need to feel that they can actually help you. You see, that's really interesting to me. We've got lots of questions and I want to come to them in a minute. But there was one more point that I think is coming from this that we need to reinforce that there will be people listening to this that think, no, I just want I want the lawyer, the attack dog, because I want to win. But actually, it's about this person who is who understands what you need in terms of legal representation, is on the same page as you, maybe the same age, maybe the same nationality, who cares, doesn't matter. It's that person on the same page, whether they're an attack dog or not. And that all kind of equates to comfort and understanding and the realisation that this is the right person who's going to look after my interests. Absolutely. And I will tell you to that, I have a few, many, many, many stories to share, but just a few recent examples is we have a client who um, we've been counseling on different matters, but um, he's a very intelligent, uh, very erudite, um, very cognitive, uh, you know, he's a fairly young, young client, a young man. And, um, and because of sort of his business and such, he uses different counsel, legal counsel, which I always, I always find as a bit of a badge of honor for me too, because it just gives you that, um, and that sort of sense of comfort that he comes to you and he comes to me. He comes to me for specific matters that he knows that I am good at and that he wants to rely on my counsel for. And for some other matters, he goes to other counsel. And so I think that, first of all, keeps us all motivated. And I think that's healthy competition. Um, keeps us sort of also honest and our toes. And that's that all part of like healthy competition and right? healthy mm-hmm. development and professional development. Uh, but for me personally, it's just, you know, I feel like, okay, when he comes to me, it's because he is he's coming to me for this particular expertise. And so um, this time, so I've been counseling him for a number of of years now, but but this time he came to me because he, uh, on reviewing an an intellectual property agreement, so it's an IP agreement, which actually he and his partners had gone to a different law firm, a very large law firm, actually an international, very reputable firm here because they have worked with this firm in other countries as well. And so they have long history and this was sort of of their business, um, uh, business law firm of choice. And so they went and they used them here as well on, on drafting the intellectual property agreement. And so they've charged them as, as a, as a big international firm in a case like this would do. Uh, it was in dollars and it was a pretty heavy, uh, price ticket. And, you know, I'm no, I'm not a cheap law firm by any stretch of imagination either, but, uh, their price ticket was fairly significant, and but and that's fine. And they agreed they're intelligent and 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 experienced uh, business businessmen, and so they chose them, and and they agreed to the to the price. And but what they were disappointed about is when the 
so-called the finishing product, it wasn't even finished product, when they were given the draft intellectual property agreement, it was at all not what they were looking for. Right. It was more of a template that they had or, or a, a, a version that they obviously have used as a law firm over and over and over and over again before in different uh, with for different clients for different matters. Right. And this was and this is a small, all the fairly intelligent young group of, of professionals, but it's a fairly small kind of nuanced business. And for them, what they need is very much tailored to their business. And to do that, you need to sit down with them to understand what the business is. And by the way, it's cryptocurrency business. So it's not, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a, one of those kind of old fashioned and well established industries and practices. And so, but these, the, the, these business people are very, as I said earlier, very um, analytical. And so, uh, and you, they know exactly what they want. And so you know, in order to draft an agreement that's that's palatable to them, they need to have to do you need to have sit down with them and 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 discuss with them what they wanted and understand their needs. You also need to to also know uh quite well the practical applications of um certain aspects of of business in the UAE mm. because whatever you're going to put in the agreement it should have this kind of practical applications because you can have these very fancy legalese uh, long paragraphs, fancy words, uh, phrases, and pages, many, many pages, but ultimately you're drafting this agreement so that it can be enforced where? If it's in the UAE, that needs to be drafted with that in mind so that that agreement can actually be put to force, could could be given um, effect in the country where you want to give it effect. And so if you're going to use a 60 or 70-page agreement uh, in um, if uh, that deals with intellectual property and licensing and copyright and 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 cryptocurrency and algorithms and all that and if you think that you can uh, you can try to enforce this agreement in local courts you're mistaken because it's just it's this is not the right the right approach if you want to convince a, a local judge by the way this agreement will also have to be translated into arabic so if it were to be litigated in the local courts so these sort of it's these kinds of aspects and um uh, so, so ultimately, in that case, the client was not happy. They paid the fees, and they asked me, "So, what should we, should we do? Should we? We're afraid. You know, what if they come after us?" I said, "Well, listen. I mean, if you agree to a certain price, pay it for it's just easier cut, you know, cut your losses, pay for what um, you've committed to, and then ultimately either look for different counsel or, uh, you know, or finish up the agreement yourself on the basis of what they've they've given for you." So there, there's an example, right? And so they've come to me, and I'm sort of counseling them. And part of it, they're working on themselves. So anyway, that's one. Uh, and uh, and we had another uh, another case recently as well. A client came to us. It's a foreign corporation based in Europe, and they were looking for a lawyer in the UAE. And they also went to one of the big international law firms. And uh, uh, same sort of a deal. That's a firm that they've used before. And they just and they felt that, but they're they're new to the UAE, so they really did not know. They don't know how things work here, so they really needed somebody that's kind of available to them quickly. They can respond to pick up the phone, respond to their queries, and be kind of hold their hand and guide them. Well, they didn't get that from this firm either. There's they were quick to get the engagement agreement, all the sort of KYCs in place, but at the end, they weren't available to them on the kind of that sort of a need basis. So this client said, "Listen, we just went the old-fashioned way. We went on like Google to see, okay, who is that sort of responsive, responsive um, law firm out there in Dubai." So this is how they found us. So these are some examples, right, uh, that that um, differentiate uh, people and firms. But equally so, somebody may need 
uh, I might be recommended to someone and they come to me and they look at my team and say, you're all, you know, you're not, it's not big enough for me or you're too expensive for me. Uh, or, you know, I need, I need more heavy lifting sort of people, experienced lawyers with, with impressive CVs and you're just not that. Or, you know, I need more gray haired men. By the way, people do, do look for that. <laughs> exactly. Is that true? Okay. I was, I was going to ask you that. Is it the man in the gray pinstripe suit? I, that still exists. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I'm, I'm also, obviously I am not for everyone. And there's some people that look for very specific expertise, like the, some sort of, let's say project finance, which I don't really have, uh, or um, securities. I also, you know, I have some, some knowledge, but not in depth. So, so anyway, so that's it equally. So people, somebody could recommend me in my firm, but I just, for what they need, I'm just not the right one. Uh, so, um, so these are the different, these are examples of, you know, how people, uh, sort of the, the factors that people look at and how they end up going to one place or another. Yeah. Look, we've got so many questions. I want to jump into them, but it, I, I take the, your first example to heart there. It'd be really disappointing to engage a big firm, pay the big fee and get an agreement back where they've forgotten to cut and paste the date or they've got the wrong name. I mean, that to me, that's maybe not doing your job properly, but it is about picking the right lawyer. And we're trying to get to how you do that. One final question I wanted to ask you, because the the point of this podcast is to talk about how you find a lawyer. What do you need to do? And we've discussed lots of the nuances around that. Um, But is there any system of, I don't know, is there a a legal helpline you could talk to? Is there a legal aid system, a pro bono system? Is is there anything like that that you could maybe rely on? Well, there is a number of things you could rely on. So, for example, there is, um, if, if you're looking for a registered lawyer. So as I said earlier, the Dubai Legal Affairs Department or Rulers Court has a registry of local advocates and lawyers, if you if that's what you want. So you can go and look up, is such and such lawyer or advocate registered, for example. That's one way. But that's only about registration. It's not about the quality of their work. Uh, but then if you want to, for example, I want the DFC lawyer, you can go also, the DFC has its own registry. Uh, and um, uh, But again, that's not less about quality. It's more about just whether that person has the right of audience before uh, a particular court. Uh, same thing with arbitration. You want to get, I want to go to, look, uh, let's say, Dubai-based arbitrator. So, uh, so there is also a certain arbitration uh, associations that will have this listed. But again, it's more about listing and the registrations, affiliations versus quality. Uh, with regards to quality, there's different uh, different uh, platforms. Uh, the, for example, in the, in the UAE, there's this platform we have used in the past called Legal um, uh, 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 Middle East LE, sort of, so, or LE Middle East, um, and that's a database basic where people post questions and you can answer as a lawyer. And then on the basis of that, there's some kind of referral, not referral, but a references based platform where you know, you can judge your counsel, your potential lawyer on the basis of the answers that they provide to you through this platform. Um, uh, Legal Advice ME, that's what it was called, Legal Advice ME. Uh, so, um, so there's that. And then there's the old kind of, there's the old fashioned ways, the Google reviews. And so those are the ones that we hear, uh, are the most organic, as long as it's organic traffic, the most organic, most reliable, because that's people actually that are actual people that supposedly, supposedly giving you 
feedback and because Google and its algorithms are designed such that apparently it's very difficult to fool the system. So these these, these comments actually do have to be organic. Uh, so that's how we've had a few clients recently come to us say this is that they just go on and rely on the old fashioned uh, methods such as uh, Google. And then finally, um, you know, perhaps a less old fashioned, the new world, and that's the social media, right? It's like the TikTok platforms, it's Facebook groups, it's uh, um, YouTube, and, and there basically so much content that's provided by certain lawyers. Like this is what, what we do on our, on TikTok and the social, on the, also the other social media platforms. So in that case, uh, you can, um, really then, then you choose your lawyer on the basis of what you see. Yeah. And the basis of what the advice they provide, how they interact. Uh, so perhaps that's these days is one of the more uh, perhaps new and more effective ways of um, choosing a lawyer. Because in that case, you're relying not because somebody said something, because of where they went to school, because who, uh, because what uh, award they might have won, but rather by what you see them do, how you see them interact, what kind of advice they give. So there you ultimately, that's sort of their, if you, if you will, like a live CV or resume. Um, so that's what we're seeing now is one of the kind of the newer way of people uh, making decisions about which lawyer to hire. We're coming full circle back to that kind of comfort level thing, aren't we? You've got a consultation in three minutes, by the way. I've just had a message. So we're going to wrap it up here. That is another episode of Logical. How to find a lawyer, the right lawyer, the best lawyer, the best English-speaking Russian, whatever it is, lawyer for you here in the UAE. As ever, our legal expert, the lawyer I would probably choose. Did I say that out loud? I did. Yes, yes, yes. you can say it again. You can say it again. The lawyer I would choose, Ludmila Yamalova, is the managing partner here at Yamalova and Pecker. So, Thank yes, you. Yes, the American qualified, US qualified <laughs> Russian-speaking lawyer has been practicing in Dubai for the last almost 15 years now. That's the same one. To find us uh, at LY Law, you can check out social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, of course, LinkedIn. There's a huge, ever-growing library, hundreds of podcasts, all kinds of legal matters here in the UAE answered. If you would like a legal consultation to get a question answered, all you have to do, or if you want to get a question answered in a future episode of Logical, click contact at lylawyers.com. <laughs>